Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. To those who are new, you are welcome. If you wish to subscribe, you're also welcome. There's no pressure. Um, the first thing that would like new subscribers to know is that every prophecy on the Master's Voice is based on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog website. Those prophecies have been given to me by the Lord God, stretching back from the year 2012, when the Lord first began to show me dreams and visions and speak to me directly about things that would be in the final times, in the future times. The Lord has given me his word to steward, and I have done exactly that. So if you are new to the channel, if you are just finding these videos, you're welcome. But I strongly urge you to go to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. That is where everything is written out. You can take your time. You can work through the messages. Everything is grouped by theme. And occasionally when I have time, I change at least the first 20 prophecies at the front of the blog so that there's always different content. There's always a different batch of words that visitors old and new can look at because it does take time for you to work through those prophecies. And I strongly recommend for people to understand this site and this channel is not a place where you can pop in and say, oh, does she have any prophecies on this? And if she has any prophecies on that, the Lord didn't call me to start this work for people to be cruisers, for people to just be fly by night. In no way am I telling you that you have to come here and park here and camp here, but I will not hold back the fact that people who have come and who have camped and who have parked can see the difference in their lives. They can see the difference in their approach to spirituality. They can see their, the difference in their Christian walk because this is not a place where we're talking about just any type of spirituality. This is very much focused on the Lord Jesus Christ who he is, his lordship over us, the prophetic words that he is speaking to the whole world and to the nation of America in particular. So the people who come here and stay stuck here, they're definitely not stuck here because I'm talking about easy things. They're not stuck here because I'm talking about pleasant things. They are stuck here because the Lord God has convicted them in their personhood, has convicted them whether they are a 30, 40 year Christian veteran or whether there's someone who just came to the Lord. Quite a few people have come to the Lord because of the prophecies on this blog. And I give God all the praise for that. Quite a few people have come back to the Lord, have come back to a living Christianity, have left the stale complacency that they were living in because the Lord arrested them here. And so you're going to have to do the work when you come to this place, um, leaving comments like, oh, where can I find this? And where can I find that? Unless it's another subscriber that's going to answer you. But for the most, for the most part, I strongly recommend that the blog be your first stop. The blog is where all these things are written down. The blog is where all the scriptures that the Lord gave me for each and every message is. And when I'm making a video, I will always bring the scripture and the explanation that the Lord has given for each prophecy. It takes time. And why is that? Because God's intention is not that we are watching prophecy like clay pigeon hunting, just moving our eyes up and down to see uh, when's this happening and when's that happening. I strongly recommend to everyone, if you are not deepening your roots in this Bible, if you are not deepening your roots in the word of God, if you cannot see how many people are struggling in 2023, 
if you cannot see how much difficulty people are going through, then if you think that prophecy and the fulfillment thereof, and is this going to happen? And, and what is she basing this on? If that is all you are rooted in and interested in, it is going to prove, it is going to prove an interesting couple of years up ahead for you because the years up ahead are given to those who had the wisdom to store up grain. And I'm not talking about prepping. I'm talking about the people who were wise enough to build their house on the rock or at least rebuild it because it fell down. I'm going to be discussing the fulfillment of part of the Nigerian prophecy that the Lord gave me all the way back in March, 2022. So I was going over very many prophetic words in one very long video, and I will link the long video at the bottom in the description box. But also, um, there was a snippet, there was a five minute snippet referring just to Nigeria. And the prophecy for Nigeria came to me on March the 31st, 2022. And there were certain aspects of the prophecy and I will go over them briefly. And then I will land on the part that is happening now in Nigeria and what Nigerians should be watchful for as they go forward in the years to come. So the Lord said in, in March, 2022, God said that there would be increased violence coming from insurgents like this group called Boko Haram. So this Boko Haram group came to global fame. I'm sure that they had been bothering Nigerians and being a thorn in the flesh of Nigerians for a very long time prior to the time they took those schoolgirls. But that is when the whole world focused on them, when that particular story became an international story, Boko Haram. And these people are the types of people um, like how ISIS was making these graphic videos and making threats and things like that. And then they took those girls and they catapulted to international fame. But as with all things, because Western media determines in the world what is important and what is not important, not saying that things that happen in other countries are not important, but because America is the hot seat, the pulse, and they control most of the major media outlets that everybody else around the world is either watching and getting their news from, or at least integrating into local news. When America stopped following that story to chase after other stories, that group declined in international fame. And God says that these people are going to start making seriously aggressive moves in Nigeria, doing more than they have ever done before. And the reason, the motivation in their heart is because they feel that people are not taking them seriously. They feel, Boko Haram feels like people have gotten used to them. The way you get used to a particular difficulty, if you live in a country that doesn't have dependable light or dependable water situation, you learn to live with it. And because these people have been at this wickedness of theirs for so long, destabilizing certain regions of the country for so long. People have been forced to get on with their lives despite the fact that obviously Boko Haram is not wanted. And God says that they will increase their aggression because they want to again start trending in the news. He says that they want to instill fear and they want to gain notoriety. So this was from March, 2022. He says that the actions that Boko Haram will do will inspire copycats to start doing the same that they do, that it will inspire splinter groups. And what this will do is make the Nigerian life situation worse because now it's the main group 
and then other smaller copycat groups. He says that the people will even splinter off of Boko Haram to start their own side movement, like, oh, I used to be with them, but I know how to do my own side terrorist group. And he said the result of that will just be the frustration of combined violence to make Nigeria very unstable. And he says that actions like this, basically internal terrorism will trigger mass movement in the nation to the point that people will start to shift out of the areas they have always lived in. So um, considering Africa, people traditionally lives, live in certain areas of the country. Sometimes they live by tribe in an area, but sometimes they're also grouped by their religion or different cultural norms. But God says that Nigeria is going to start getting mixed up because people are going to get sick of being bombed and being attacked and living with so much instability and fear that even people who have traditionally lived in certain areas, when this violence begins to spread out and reach their areas, God says that you will start to see mass movement. We call this pattern migration in Nigeria because people are sick of living with bombing and fear. And God says that these terrorist groups are beyond the ability of the government to deal with. So I know that there are various views on that. What the Lord spoke to me is what I will say. And he, will, he said that the government is woefully unprepared to deal with these people. The next thing that he said is that Nigeria would soon be dealing with a rogue government. Please bear in mind that this was March 2022 and it has not yet been a year. And Nigerians, you are seeing what the word rogue government means like. A rogue or when, when we say someone has gone rogue, it means that somebody has departed from the agreed things that we would do. Now, when we say a rogue government, it means that the government, the head ruling body of a nation has departed from what the government was chosen to do. So there's a contract between a government and the citizens. The citizens come together and say, we are exercising our free will, we're exercising our right to vote, and we are choosing these individuals to represent our best interests. Yes, we know that in a country as large as Nigeria with 200, some say 211 million, 213 million, but it's definitely over 210 million people. This is the seventh largest country in the world. This is the largest collection of pure black people anywhere. So this is a nation that will not be overlooked no matter what other indices look like, like birth rate or death rate or financial wealth or not. What the Lord is saying about Nigeria is that Nigeria is a giant, but we have come to the season where now the shaking has begun. And God has been telling me that 2023 is the year that giants will fall. Giants will be humbled. Some giants are only going to be brought low. They're going to be brought to their knees. They're going to be brought to a place where they, can, where they cannot resist the compulsion of God to repent. But some giants are going to fall and shatter. Some giants are coming down for good. Some giants are coming down to public shame and scandal, and they will be completely trashed and broken. And this goes for countries as well as it does for corporations, as well as it does for individuals. And Nigeria, I see that God is bringing you down because you have quite a strong will. 
quite a strong will, but I see like a very strong man being forced to go down on his knees, being forced to bend. And the question for you today is why must the Lord humble you in this way? Why must the Lord humble you to the point where you have to now cry out in agony because of what the government is doing? When a government goes rogue, it means that the government has no interest in doing what benefits its people. Here is the contract between government and people and a rogue government decides to go off on its own. It begins to enact policies that do not benefit the people. It begins to take actions and take steps that hurt the people instead of benefiting them, instead of being for their good, instead of consolidating what is available to make everyone else's life better. And the first thing that you have to do is to ask yourself, if we have chosen these people to represent our interests and they are not representing our interests, the first question is then whose interests are they representing? All governments of the world are going to go rogue, but God says that they're going to start with the big ones. They're going to start with the large governments because they are breaking sovereignty to break the nations out of individual modes. Even in Africa, you're not going to have individual countries like Malawi and like Kenya and South Africa and Ghana and Nigeria. This process that has begun is part of the end times and nations are being broken to bring them into only 10 amalgam kingdoms. No separate passport anymore, just universal IDs. A universal African ID, a universal American ID that Canada, America, and all the South American countries will be using one national group ID like that. Groupings by continents. You have to ask yourself, the government has gone rogue, exactly as God said in March 2022. You're starting to see it now. He said that Nigerian citizens would be dealing with a rogue government. And the question now should be, it's not my interests or my grandmother's interests or my son or my daughter's interests that this government is representing. So who's represent, whose representation is this? Who are they doing these things for? When I heard about the prophecy this part of the prophecy coming through where God says that the government would go rogue. It would start to do what the people do not want, what they do not sanction and what they do not vote for. It does what it wants with no warning, whether that is a popular action or not, whether it is detrimental to people or not, even whether it is dangerous to everyone else or not. And that's exactly what Nigeria is facing right now. So when it was brought to my attention, this last part, that the black horse would ride, God spoke about the black horse riding in Nigeria. And the black horse is from the book of Revelation chapter six. And it, rec it represents economic upheaval. He said that the black horse in Nigeria would bring economic distress. It would bring currency collapse and it would bring dire straits. Economic distress is literally when a country slides or is catapulted into an economic situation where from the experts to the pundits to the people who are running financial institutions to those who are in charge of financial governance like the finance minister and the reserve bank all the way down to the common man, absolutely nobody has any idea what's going on and nobody knows what to do. That is economic distress. 
currency collapse is when either the money of a country just becomes valueless, it becomes devalued, or in the case of Nigeria, their money has been revoked. People just woke up one morning to an announcement that told them that their currency, the Naira, is now no longer legal tender because they have made new notes and that the notes that they are holding are not legal tender, that they have to get the new notes because only the new notes are acceptable. And dire straits, dire straits is basically when you're suffering. Dire straits is just a very fancy way of saying common everyday suffering. It's when money can't touch your pocket and you basically can't access goods and services. You don't know what to do. And this throws your whole life that was neatly being managed off track. So Nigeria's money has been switched out without so much as a buy your leave, without so much as the people having a referendum to say, okay, why is the money being changed? And when I heard this immediately, India came to my soul. To those who are not um, familiar with what happened to India, basically in 2016, Prime Minister um, Modi just told the Indians that they had a limited number of hours to let go of all the rupees that they had. He told them that they were changing the money and that whoever had not managed to bank their money within that time period, very limited time period they gave them in India, in Nigeria, at least you had, um, I think until the end, of uh, the end of January and then they extended it into this month, February. But as you can see, it has not been well handled and it is affecting the very man on the street. In India, they had a matter of hours and this caused unbelievable bank runs. Why? Because India has something that is called the black economy, the shadow economy. It's where the government and the bank and the financial institutions are running one type of economy and they say the money is valued at this much and you can use this much and taxes this much. People are not necessarily following that. People usually keep their money at home. So in some economies, people have no faith in the government. They have no faith in the financial institutions or in um, financial structures. They keep their money at home and America is rapidly becoming that kind of nation. America is rapidly becoming that kind of place where the confidence of the average man is dropping like flies in keeping their money in well-known financial institutions. Why? Because we're starting to see stories like our banks are just stealing customers' money. They are outright stealing people's deposits and then saying it was a glitch and we don't know and call customer service and people have been upset. Big banks are doing this. Known banks are doing this like Bank of America has been caught red-handed doing this. And so people are starting to feel that they cannot trust the financial institution. And so people... When people become more cash focused, more cash dependent, it automatically affects the real economy. The black economy starts to become the real one and the real economy begins to get a little bit shady. And what Prime Minister Modi did was he claimed that they were trying to wipe out the black economy. He claimed that they were trying to stamp out illegal diamond smuggling and human trafficking and money laundering and drug running and all the things where the people don't naturally bank their money but keep it at home. They don't usually, those people deal with millions, they keep their money overseas. But this is what the Indian government claimed. And so they greatly destabilized their nation by giving people a short period of time to put everything in the bank. 
Once they had put it in the bank, they said that they were going to assess how much new money had come in and they were going to tax them. But what happened in Nigeria was different. They said that the Naira was no longer legal tender. Bring the money that you have. If you're stuck with the money that you are holding, if you keep on holding that money, it will become dead money in your hands. You have to bank what you have so we can give you new notes. But they didn't print the new notes for you, did they? And this is what I am saying dire straits, economic distress. If you cause me to let go of my finances and I put them into the financial institutions and then you lock the banks and say you're not giving money, you lock the ATMs, you leave them empty. I'm not even able to go and withdraw the so-called new notes that you said you would give me. I now have no access to the money that I already put into the bank. This is why people are angry. This is why people are having protests. This is why the nation is becoming unstable. And God warned about this one year ago, collapse in the currency. I will put the original five minute clip of what God said at the end of this so you can compare what he said to what is happening now. And that's not all. When these kinds of things start to happen, the next thing you should look for is for standardization in the nation. That is the next thing that any country who has gone through this should start to look for. Standardization literally means that one of the first things they will start to ask for or say that people should participate in is a universal ID. They will start to say that there's a special ID that people should look for. There's a video on that where God says that ID is coming to every single country, especially the United States. I saw that people were protesting that ID in the UK and they were saying in Australia that they were going to do sit outs. They said in Australia in um, the vision that I had that they simply would not go and get it. People were warning them that this thing was coming and the Australians were, were like, well, I just don't have to get it, do I? And they thought that passive, um, passive rejection of this thing would work, but this thing is going to be enforced. And in India, the very thing that followed on the back of the money change was this ID that was supposed to link everyone. It was supposed to bring even the oldest grandmother in her village who only raises goats and has no use for an ID because if she wants to do banking, her son will go to town and handle her savings account and bring it back to her. They did that to force everyone to now be carded. And there's a reason for populations being carded. They want to know how many people they are. there are everywhere. They want to be able to monitor the movements of populations and peoples across borders because the time will come when borders will be completely eradicated. Borders will be completely done away with and we will all be what is known as universal citizens. It sounds very, very brotherly love and it sounds very warm and all it is is a big hello and how do you do from the beast system. And so God says that when the black horse, he said in March, 2022, that when the black horse came to Nigeria, even if Nigeria is the biggest OPEC member in Africa, which means that even if Nigeria by itself generates more cash and sees more flows of income and currency than most African countries ever will, the Lord said that it would not help this country. And so, when I brought this message one year ago, it was widely dismissed. It was rebuked. Nigerians didn't want to hear it. 
They felt that I was cursing their country for some odd reason, as if why would I sit here and just make up things? God will bring nations to their knees. The only difference is what what the Lord was laying on my heart is that he will not make an end of this nation for his own purposes. God indeed has a plan for this nation. And so this nation is being humbled with what is going on and the right response when you see the prophetic word of God that was given to you and you rejected it. Some people accepted it, but the large majority the way people were dragging me on social media over this and saying that the prophecy should go back to me and go back to my mother's house and the prophecy has not found me and it has not found any member of my family. It is now in Lagos and in other places, Port Harcourt and Abuja and other places and people are separated from their money and this causes fear. Understand, even as we here in America, Are you willing to wake up one morning and find out that you thought it was the wise and the safe thing to do to to do withdrawals, do withdrawals, and then be told we're doing away with the U.S. dollar. We are now transitioning to Bitcoin. You have a series of 10 days to get to the nearest bank and put everything you have back in there because we're we're moving over to the digital dollar. And if you don't do it, then all the physical cash in your hand becomes dead paper on a certain date. What kind of fear will that cause? What kind of instability? What kind of rage would we see in the streets of America if that was to happen? And yet this is going to happen. They are going to take away paper money from everyone and translate us into this digital world that unwisely people are running into already, following the Shiba, Shubu, um, false messengers all over the internet who have convinced them that the words wealth transfer means that you should go and take your savings and buy mystical coin because clearly the word transfer means go buy something when it actually means will be taken. God will instigate the taking and given and giving to who he wants to give. But no, people have been sold this brand new theology that, oh no, there is a wealth transfer. So buy up lots of the mystical coin and then you will get it. And all God wants people to know, and I shared it in one of the prophecies before I went off air to take my break, is that the FBI is sitting on the other side of mystical coin. The FBI is running beta testing on the so-called Shubu and Shiba and Bitcoin and that coin and, and TVX and whatever they are called. And they're simply running, as it were, a promo to see how many unwise people will bite because the day will come where you will not touch money. I will not touch money. None of us will touch money. Again, the money will be all digital and it will be digital for a reason, for control. If you say anything that is anti-government, non-friendly, you will just wake up to a $1,000 debit on your account. It will just be gone. And the reason that you will see in your your little bank control dashboard is that you were find, found making anti-government statements. You were found um, speaking inflammatory speech, violent speech. And if you appeal that and you lose the appeal, then maybe they'll take 3,000 more. And this is the credit system that is coming. So this is the word that God gave for Nigeria try to make this video brief. And this is only one part of that March prophecy that has started to come. And all I would say is that God is good. 
God is always good. When God sends his word, you, you cannot strike. You cannot strike a prophetic word to go back to God. You cannot reject a prophetic word and say, go away word, go away messenger. I don't believe you because human hearts, we have no power at all to reject and resist God who is all powerful. There is absolutely nothing that we could ever do to, to refute what God has said. And when it comes to end times prophecy, when it comes to stuff that is written in revelation, it will surely come to pass. So what we are praying for is grace. We pray for grace for you in Nigeria. We pray for grace and humility. We pray for repentance that you as a nation will lift your voice and cry to the Lord for his mercy to stabilize all processes that seem like they are out of control, to stabilize even what is going on, tensions or anything that may be just before your election. You lift up your voice to your maker and cry out to him. I cried out to the Lord with my voice, only with my voice. And he heard me out of his holy hill. God is merciful. He will show mercy to whom he will show mercy. He will reveal and rest his favor on whom he will rest it. And so I will attach the prophecy from last year, early last year. It has not even been a year um, right after this. And you can see what God said. And this time, listen with your spirit. Don't listen because of my face or what you think that I'm just sitting and saying, listen with your spirit and let God minister to you that the road is getting narrower. The road is getting so narrow that many will fall off that road and they will not even fall off the road, particularly because they are sinful. They will fall off the road because as the road narrows, it will take very, very much out of every man, woman, and child to still be qualified to walk on that narrow road. The choice is everyone's, no matter where you are watching this. Countries like Canada, you know about a rogue government. Countries like Australia, you know about a rogue government. Every conceivable right that you have in Canada, every conceivable freedom that you have in Australia has already been crushed under an iron boot that you did not even know existed until 2020 started. That is when you saw who's really running your countries. That is when you really saw, did you have true freedom or did you have the illusion of freedom? Even here in America, we experienced it and nations will continue to go into this straight jacket because the time for men ruling and the time for men making decisions is coming to an end and we are coming into the time of the beast. May God bless you. This is Celestial with the master's voice. You can find all information about this channel in the description box. Just look directly under the title of the channel and click where it says more and it will drop down all information about this ministry. And until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye. The last thing that the Lord said to me today is that Nigeria, the nation of Nigeria in Africa, is going to have a marked increase in guerrilla warfare and internal fighting. The Lord says that Nigeria is being deliberately destabilized and their rebel groups are growing bolder and bolder. As a result, the people of Nigeria are going to end up wailing because they will lose their loved ones in daring raids,
in more fires and more explosions that leave many dead in unexpected ways. So um, I do know that there is one group in Nigeria called Boko Haram, but the sense I was getting as the Lord was speaking to me in my sleep is that there seem to be other splinter groups that are either learning from Boko Haram's example and the fact that since 20... 13, the government does not seem able to get a handle on these people. And so other splinter groups have perhaps butted up like evil mushrooms in the country and learning from them. And therefore they're going to be, and there's going to be unfortunately an increase in these shock raids and shock bombings that are going to leave a lot of people dead in raids. When they raid, this is usually when they take live captives and carry them off to the mountains or wherever they go and hide with these people. And the Lord said, there's going to be more fires and bombings and explosions that leave people dead unexpectedly. So this is definitely um, high quality guerrilla warfare. He says that the Nigerian government is not prepared for this, nor are they equipped, meaning militarily or through strategy or through even spying to find out where these people are, nor are they prepared or equipped to face this type of terrorist onslaught. And as a result, Nigerians are going to get exceedingly agitated in the face of what seems like government helplessness and a distinct inability to protect them. As a result, the Lord said that migration patterns, modern migration patterns in Nigeria are going to change because the demographic of where tribes normally live in Nigeria is going to shift. So if there are tribes that normally live in the north of Nigeria or tribes that normally live in the south of the country, basically based on history where they've always lived, also based on religion where they're normally congregated. God said that there's going to be a complete shift in the migration patterns of this country because people will get tired of being bombed and blown to pieces on the local transport, the buses, I guess, and trains and whatever they use there. And they will start to move en masse to areas that are safer. And he says that Nigeria is already in an economic crisis, but it will grow worse. And being Africa's greatest oil producing nation will not stop the black horse from riding in that nation. And if I can just take you briefly to the book of Revelation chapter six, where it talks about the different horses, each horse being a portent. A portent is an omen or a sign of some of the things that we can expect to see in the end times. Revelation chapter six, verse six says, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of wheat for a denarius and do not do not harm the oil and wine. Sorry, verse five says, when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. And I look and behold a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. This is the sign of coming economic tightness. We call it economic straits and limitations and also economic collapse. Economic collapse is going to be part and parcel of the end times. A lot of people do not teach the end times properly. They're constantly talking about, yes, the fact that there are going to be creatures like the locusts from the pit and um, the fallen angel whose name is Apollyon being given the key to the bottomless pit and things like that. But also 
we need to understand that going into the end times, it is going to be a very progressive difficulty where we move slowly from acceptable life, tolerable life into the fact that many people are going to become homeless. Many people are going to be going hungry as prices skyrocket on normal goods, which we are already in the midst of here in the United States. So God said these things years ago, and there are still prophecies to read. So things are going to go incrementally and economic collapse and economic struggle, economic crisis and the collapse of nations as their currencies begin to topple and fall down. Understand that no nation will eventually have a currency because the beast has his own money in mind that he plans to microchip or somehow put into and integrate into the human vessel so that your money becomes a part of you. And so breaking down national sovereignty and breaking down strong economies is all part of the beast system.